Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Before we dive into today's podcast episode, just wanted to give you a bit of context as to where it's come from and why I'm sharing it with you today. This podcast episode is actually a pre-recording of a training that I did, building influence training, particularly how to build influence. There's a lot of talk about building influence, becoming that influential voice. It's something that I'll often say to my community too and to my clients because that's what I help them do, become an influential voice, be seen as that thought leader in their industry. But what is influence and how do we go about creating it? And in this training that I'll share with you in a moment, we're going to dive in deep into that. There's a couple of explanations and quotes that I wanted to share with you. Now, what is influence? Influence is the capacity to have effect on character, development, or behavior of someone or something. So as you're sharing your message, you would hope to influence someone's thinking, someone's understanding, or in some instances, misunderstanding, so that they can get a transformation in their life, in their business, in their career. And a quote I found on building influence, we control 50% of a relationship, we influence 100% of it. And I want to leave you with one more Simon Sinek, where he says, there are only two ways to influence human behavior. You can manipulate it, or you can inspire it. And I know that if you are an avid listener, or maybe this is the first time that you've come across our show, you are here because you want to influence the world with your message in a much bigger way through inspiring it, not manipulating it, but inspiring it. And so in a moment, I'll share with you just some of the ways that you can do that, become far more influential in an inspiring, in an intriguing way. Now, I did this training originally in our community of change makers. If you're not yet a member, if you're not yet part of the community and it is a free community, go ahead and go to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash change makers, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash change makers. We do weekly build influence training, such as the one that I'm going to walk you through in a moment. That also includes masterclasses every month, Q&As every month, live streams, all of that good stuff to help you stand out, to help you be heard, to help you influence your ideal client with your message in a much bigger way. So without further ado, let's get on to today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Building Influence Live Training. For some of you, you are new to the community. My name is Anne-Marie Cross, known as the Podcasting Queen. I help change makers, that's you, go from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast. And I know a number of you have been on the five-day intensive, which we have closed, and I know a number of you are now working with me closely over the next 90 days to launch your Thought Leader podcast. But what we're also going to be doing as part of this community is bringing you weekly topics, weekly topics to help you build your influence, to help you build your impact, and ultimately through doing that, building your income. That's what it's all about. So this is what today is all about. We'll be doing these on a weekly basis, uh, typically on a Wednesday. That is my Wednesday, so it'll be Tuesday evening for you 
over in the US or other parts of the world. However, there are going to be some days where I'll need to change the time or I'll need to change the date because I know that I've got some speaking engagements coming up. But I'll certainly let you know before that happens so that you can get that in your calendar. Next week, um, let me just give you a heads up that I'm bringing uh, Sue Sutcliffe. She is uh, someone who's very experienced. She's an expert in the area of like websites, building influence, intrigue, you know, how to click and convert or intrigue your your uh, visitors to click and convert. So we'll be talking about that in a masterclass, but I'll also be streaming here as part of the uh, the Wednesday Wisdom uh, Building Influence Training. So without any further ado, let me share my screen and we will get started. Now, if you've got any questions as I go along, by all means, feel free to ask and I'll be able to answer those. I do know a number of you who wanted to join um, are not able to because you've got other things on at this particular time, but that's okay. Uh, you can always watch the replay. One of the other things that I'm thinking of doing as part of this Building Influence live training is doing a Q&A. Once a month, I think I'll do a Q&A where what I'll do is I'll reach out to community here, that's you, and if you've got a specific question about anything to do with building influence, building impact, branding, podcasting, whatever it is, Ask the question and then what I'll do for the um, the class is answer those questions. I think sometimes that's really good. You know, diving into all of these topics is fantastic, but you might have a question about something. So I'm, I'm thinking of including that in, in a Q&A session once a month as well. All right, let's dive in. How to build influence. I thought it would be a good opportunity to start because with this particular topic, because when we're talking about getting online and sharing a message, and as you know, there's many people that I work with who are doing that as part of their podcast, let's have a look at what influence really means because there's being able to, to um, generate great influence and then there's a, an underhanded way when it comes to, uh, to influence. So let's see what I'm talking about here. Let's move the slide. Here we go. So let's have a look at what is influence. I love the Oxford Dictionary's explanation of what influence is. It really is the capacity to have effect on the character, the development or behavior of someone or something. So if you're thinking about your business, your message, whether you're sharing your message on a podcast or whether you're sharing your message like I'm doing today with you through a training, networking event, speaking from stage, any way that you are using a method to share your message, when you do that well, when you influence someone, you're able to have effect, have an effect by prompting someone to think differently, prompting someone to challenge their belief system around something. Sometimes, you know, your ideal clients have a, has a negative belief around something such as there's no way I can speak on stage, everyone's going to laugh at me. So through your message, you may influence someone to challenge that and say, you know what, they may not laugh at me. Some may and that's okay because they're not my, my ideal client. The people who I'm here to serve and support, I'll influence them positively by thinking, I need to get out on stage to spread my message because somewhere, 
someone needs to hear my message. So we have that effect on their character, on their behavior, which I think is really, it's fantastic. So if we have a look at some of these other sayings, I love quotes and I love this one. I don't know who said it, so I I can't give credit. But here's a quote that says, we control 50% of a relationship. We influence 100% of it. We control 50% of a relationship, you know, 50-50. Sometimes it's less than that. Sometimes it might be a little bit more, but we influence 100% of that. Now, that's pretty powerful. Um, I love Simon Sinek's, when he said here, what he says here, there are only two ways to influence human behavior. You can manipulate it or you can inspire it. Now, when I read that, I thought, wow, um, how do I want to influence. Now, for me, the word inspire, and I might have mentioned this before in this group, but if I was to sum up my entire brand or existence is inspire. It really very much is. And for those of you who are going through the podcasting with Purpose 90 Day, you'll know about this because, you know, when we talk about brand archetypes, which we'll be doing in a couple of weeks, my a combination of my brand archetypes and my why, why I'm here is to inspire others. So, you know, often if I'm in the presence of someone, if I'm on brand and, and just, and, and when I talk about being on brand, a lot of it is tapping in to when you're in your zone, when you're in flow, when you are really tapping into your zone of genius. It just happens. You know, often we get stuck because we don't know what that zone of genius is. But for me, if I'm um, in the presence of someone, I just, you know, love to support and love to love to encourage and love to help people map things out, get clear on things so much so that they feel inspired. Hey, this is not only possible, it is going to be achievable because I'm going to get into action. So I want to ask you a question when you're talking about you know, planning your your goals and identifying who your ideal clients is and and sharing your message. Are you doing it from a place of manipulation or inspiration? And I'm sure if we were talking to one another and if you're here and you want to comment or if you're watching the replay, let me know, hashtag replay, manipulation or inspiration? Do you want to manipulate? Do you want to inspire? And I hope that you have said inspire. Uh, and I'm sure you you have because that's why you're in this group, the Be The Difference group, the movement group, and, um, you know, inspiring people by podcasting with purpose. Now, I love this as well. Influence is having people follow you because of what you represent. And this really showcases or confirms, it validates another reason why it's so important to get clear on the reason why you're doing things. And I know Simon Sinek, who we just mentioned, talks about, you know, the, the why, why you're doing this. I mean, what do you represent? If someone was to say to you, I love the work that you're doing. Why is this so important to you? Why are you so passionate about it? Can you, and we talked about, remember in the um, the five-day intensive, I showed you my distinction triad, and right in the middle there were the two interlocking circles which said this is your inner brilliance, and on one side there was passion, on one side there was peeve, you know, what you're passionate about, what peeves you off, what you stand for, and in the middle is really your purpose. It's really that purpose, and uh, that's so important. Angela, you're here. Hi. Yeah. Hello, my friend. Absolutely inspiration. I think we've burned our markets with a decade of manipulation. Amen to that. Totally agree. And, you know, when you become influential because of what you represent and you're so clear on that, and here's here's where I think, Angela, and, 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 you know, you might be seeing this as well, 
the people who are only in it for, you know, getting into a market and, and just, you know, it, they're not the change makers, but the people who just want to get in there, make as much money as they want, and then they're out. So they're not really working from integrity. They're, they're, they're really the manipulator marketers or the people who are only in business to get as much out of the business and revenue as they can and then they're out. Not from a, you know, that that real purpose-driven, want to make an impact. You feel called. You feel moved. You feel inspired and empowered to really make a difference. You'll see that in how they relate because you get a sense of a person who is sitting with an with in you know with real integrity with real inspiration because of who they are and what they represent and they'll be on brand consistently on brand consistently and i think that's the difference where you we can really sense people who are trying to manipulate and then people who are trying to inspire they live it they live it because they are it and it's hard to live inspiration if you you've got a core of of um of inspiration if you if your core is manipulation so anyway so I think that that's um you know something that we need to be mindful of so let's have a look at building influence you know if you're talking about building influence as a business owner or if you're a consultant or maybe even if you're working for someone some of you I know are still working in um, for someone else and you are looking to build uh, your business with your ideal client or maybe even key stakeholders in your business, we know that it's important to build that know, like and trust. And I remember years ago uh, in the career industry, I used um, uh, a behaviour profiling tool called DISC, D-I-S-C. It's a behaviour profiling tool. It's fantastic. One of the you know, key, what would you call it, assessments that I would use with people. But we also use that within a group, you know, team building, one of the, you know, the resources that we used, but also when it came to building relationships with key stakeholders, clients, potential clients. And, you know, someone in that group said to me, and it's been the first time someone has ever said that to me, I would do business with someone that I didn't like. And, you know, I, I want to ask you, would you do business with a person that you didn't know? Unless, of course, it was recommended by someone. Then, um, you know, and I, I can't remember the, the person who wrote this, but said, if you're recommended to go and see someone, that recommendation is often validation that the person to whom you're going to speak to has you know, integrity or there's, you know, there's something that about that recommendation that you received that builds that no, you know, and the like and the trust. Of course, if the, that particular person that you do do business with from a recommendation you've received, if it doesn't turn out too well, kind of reflects on that person that gave you the recommendation, didn't it? So it, it, it's so important, um, you know, when you're recommending people, when you're doing business, to have uh, it from a core of wanting to, to – get people to know you, to like you and to trust you and your actions speak louder than words. So, you know, don't need to respond, but just think, you know, would you do business with someone that you either didn't know very well, that you didn't like, or that you didn't trust? Now, if it was a one-off, if it was a one-off transaction, maybe, but if I was to work with a coach and learn as much as I could from them or a consultant that I was, you know, building a solid, quite a solid relationship. For me, there would have to be some form of respect 
between myself and that person to whom I'm, you know, going to work with from a coach if, if they were going to coach me. I don't know if I wouldn't, if I would, I don't think I would be able to be my best. So this is so important when you're building relationships with your ideal client that everything you do enables them to build that know, like, and trust with you. I think that's really important. So there's a couple of steps that I want to share today. And, you know, ask some questions, add comments here. That's fine. But I really want you to just to check in. For some of you, you may be doing this already. Fantastic. It's a good opportunity to go tick, tick, tick. For me, as I was going through this, I love it, love this because often, you know, this is when I put the training together last year for my Money Marketing Mindset Mastermind group. Everything that I trained, I was either going through or I've had been going through and could really see that it was working. But it's always good, no matter what level you're at in your business, that you reflect on this because every stage of growth requires you to step into uh, all of what we're talking about with so much more intention and purpose. So why? Why are you building influence? What is the desired outcome? And I want to give you a couple of examples here. For instance, you know, if I look at myself for my ideal client, I am really looking to build my reputation as that trusted expert in my field. So if I'm sharing something, people will know, well, there has to be valid, you know, a valid point to that. Anne-Marie wouldn't just be you know, breathing air out of her mouth um, and and talking BS, you know, it needs to have some validation. And the reason that I want to do that is because I want to become known as that go-to service provider so that when a person is either ready to make a decision or someone's come to them and said, do you know, you know, someone who um, is, is in the area of podcasting and can really help me build my business around my podcast, the first person they think of is, is Anne-Marie. So, giving me or giving you that example of of what I'm focusing on, what do you want to become known as that go-to person in? Um, Remember, we talked about that tip of the spear. If you're pivoting or if you're really taking stock and refining, this is a good opportunity for you to start to get some clarity around this because when you're clear, that means that you can then take intentional steps in the right direction to really help you become known as that go-to person in that area. Now, say, for instance, you were wanting to build relationship, know, like, and trust with a referral partner. The why of building influence and the desired outcome is going to be, well, to build my reputation, again, as a trusted expert in my field, so I've become a recommendation referral or referral recommendation to their clients. So we know it's important to build that integrity and that know, like, and trust with a referral partner because no one's going to refer you unless they know you do good work or they've worked with you and have had have had that experience. So in all in both of those instances, there's going to be different um, requirements and I'll break them down in what I mean. But firstly, how do you know what you're achieving or how do you know what your outcome is if you haven't clarified that? So get clear on what it is that you want to build uh, influence, you know, why. Then, of course, we look at who. Love breaking this down. Hopefully, this is simple. Who's the recipient? Who is the recipient that you want to build this relationship and and influence in? Client? Is it an investor? Is it a JV partner? Is it an opportunity to speak? Maybe you want to start building influence with event coordinators. You can use the same principle that I'm sharing depending on your situation. Then you need to ask yourself, well, what 
are their needs. So for some of you going through this today, you'll realize, oh, I've been using the same strategy, the same information when I'm targeting event coordinators, when I'm targeting clients when or potential clients, when I'm targeting JV opportunities. You'll now realize that their needs, their issues, and their challenges are very different. Their core values may be slightly different too. You know, what, are, what is their desired outcome and are there any other decision makers involved? And then what are the underlying benefits for them when they finally get their issue solved? Now, when you start to answer these questions and get clear on that, it's going to enable you to, as you're communicating, as you're putting together a proposal, as you're interacting with that person, you're building influence that's relevant to them. You build the influence because of the fact that what you're sharing is relevant to them. For instance, let's have a look at, um, say, an event coordinator. So their uh, event coordinator can be very different from, say, a client because an event coordinator needs to think of their own reputation, you know, because they might be putting on events and known for amazing events. So they need to know that the speaker is someone who's really able to own the room and deliver at a, a level of, you know, pizzazz charisma, because that's what their audience expect. Now, speaking of their audience, who is in attendance? This event coordinator may have a number of different groups from executives, maybe, you know, the um, the up-and-coming leaders, maybe C, you know, the, the C-suite, maybe investors, whatever. So every single audience is going to be different because their needs are different, their issues, their challenges are different. Maybe when they get different groups of people in the room, the core values are going to change, you know, a little bit because if you're speaking to a group of solopreneurs versus a, a C-suite, you know, CEOs, founders, that the C-suite um, executives are going to be challenged with a whole lot of different issues than, say, someone who's just starting their business or only working in their business on their own. So you see what I mean? Why am I sharing this? Because when you understand what that other person needs and you're able to ask key questions that enable you to show that you because you, you're building rapport, that you know what they're struggling with, and you ask them the right questions, and then you present your information in a way that ticks all of the boxes in their mind, that's how you build influence. So get clear on this. Get clear on this. Then step three, you know what? With your outcome in mind and their desired outcome in mind, what information is required to build interest and intrigue? And when you build interest and intrigue, that is when you build influence. You know, how can you align your solution with their overall mission or deeper why they are in business? And I remember years ago, I interviewed Christine Smith. And Christine Smith um, worked very much, she was passionate about, about working with youth and youth who were struggling a little bit, you know, in the community. And what she loved cooking. She loved cooking. So she brought the two passion together. And she started up a kitchen where she would bring in youth who were a bit troubled and she would help develop um, their cooking skills. And a lot of these youth, once they realized that they could create you know, an incredible meal um, and, and just, you know, just the discipline and all of that that's involved in a kitchen, 
it increased their self-confidence, it increased their self-esteem, their self-worth, and then for many of them, they went on, um, you know, to, to find employment and live, live, you know, fulfilling lives. So she was really passionate about that. But when I interviewed her, she talked about how she would have to go out and get funding for her programs because many of these young young students or young people, they, they dropped out of school, a lot of them, didn't have the funding. Unfortunately, their parents couldn't afford to uh, to invest, even though I think the, um, the, the course wasn't too expensive. So what she would need to do was go out and talk to uh, key stakeholders in the community for sponsorship. And she said, and and uh, I'm sharing this because I created an infographic of what uh, she shared. And that infographic on Pinterest continues to be shared quite regularly because she identified many of the things that, um, you know, I've talked about uh, today. But she said, you know, one of the most important things is that when I'm speaking to someone, I want to build influence, I need to put their needs their requirements, their desires, their outcomes ahead of my own. She said, because if I am not able, and she, of course, had a huge need, and she, of course, was passionate about the work that she she, she did. But she said, if I, um, I can be passionate about what I do, but if I'm so passionate and don't relate it to how it can fit in with what my JV, you know, or spot potential sponsor, how it can support them or is in alignment with what they're doing. She said, I won't influence them. I can't inspire them, you know, to want to get behind me. So this is so important. And this is so important even if you're talking to potential clients because you need to become more interested in what their outcome is and what and what they're wanting to achieve and then be able to show them how you can support them achieving that much quicker, much faster, you know, with less, you know, heartache. So often when Christine was talking, she would identify, you know, some of the core values of that that potential sponsor, what they were doing in the community, um, why they existed, and how through, you know, investing and sponsoring some of those children, those youth coming through her program, it would align and uh, with with what they are wanting to achieve, and once she did that, once she was able to communicate that to that potential employ a uh, sponsor, um, they would get behind her and say, "You know what, Christine, we love it. We love what you're doing. Let's do this." That's what you need to do. But you need to be able to identify that um, the relevancy between the the two, what you need and what that what you offer, and what what they need. And then step four is really around the how. How can you deliver that information in order to increase influence? Now, I know for many people, they think of social media and all of the ways to communicate your brand, your messages. But I look at it as, hey, what an incredible opportunity to be able to seed hope, possibility, inspiration, uh, all of that empowerment into the lives of your ideal client and have it out there for people to find. And if you've got the right SEO strategies and all that in place, it will be found. If you start to so, um, you know, if you start to, to, to share inspiring information in the lives of people, your ideal client, they will tell others to the point that you will continue to, 
be, you know, be heard because other people will be sharing your message or telling people you need to go and hear this person and need to go and listen. So frequency and message, clarity and consistency and message and specific information are all very important things that you need to consider. Um, you know, frequency, how often are you uh, sharing your message? Are you clear in your message? And are, are you clear consistently in your message because you might be clear in your message and you might be consistently sharing your message but if the consistent message that you're sharing isn't clear it's not going to work and specific information you know facts case studies specifically if you've got an ideal client who needs that information who needs that information here is just some other things to do um this is the last slide i'm only keeping this to, to half an hour these um building influence sessions with some information so that you can take and implement through your week. This is some check-in questions to consider asking. Now, before the research, or, you know, before, you know, you might be doing some research with someone, let me, let's just use Christine as an example. Say she was going to a potential sponsor. She might say something like this. You know, if this was going to be a yes from you, that you would be able to sponsor a couple of young children going through our program, what specific information would you need from me? Isn't that a brilliant question? I think it is because the way that your potential sponsor, the way that your ideal client, let me reframe this. If this was going to be a yes from you, that you were going to say yes and step into this program, what specific information would you need from me? What and how that person responds will give you what's really important to them and how you approach your conversation. If you incorporate those aspects that they said is really important, you are going to be influential. You are going to influence them. Now, maybe after the discussion or the proposal, this is something that you can consider asking. So I'm sure you've got a list of expectations and requirements that you need clarity on in order to be a yes from you. So I'm wondering, how did I go? How did I measure up to your expectations and requirements? Stop talking and allow them to respond. I used to get my, um, you know, if I was interview coaching uh, with a client, I would encourage them, look, if you if, if you're brave enough, courageous enough to ask this question, ask it. So I've got, I'm sure you've got a, a list of what you would hope and want your ideal candidate to have, to, to have a yes, we want to hire you. So I'm wondering after interviewing with me today, how did I measure up to your ideal candidate? And then close your mouth. Let them respond. Now, the reason why you want them to respond because they well, very well, may say a number of key things. Well, we really weren't sure that you had experience in that area. Um, you really didn't identify this, or I wasn't really clear on that particular area. How you would respond, I'm so glad that you shared that. Let's have a look at that. And then you can identify and speak more into that particular area. Because remember, when you are building influence with someone, and this was something that uh, one of my guests on, I did a show yesterday on the Business and Heals podcast we host and produce uh, for the for the work. Uh, she was talking about, 
you know, building influence in her community as well. And she said, you know, so many people that I speak to hate sales, hate sales. She said, I don't really think of sales as as selling. You don't really sell. And I agree with her. When you are building influence with someone and you want a win-win outcome, if you help someone come to a decision, even if it's no, that's okay. If the decision is no, that's fine. But you've helped influence them, given them the right information that's relevant to them and their needs at that particular time, then you'll help them come to a decision. And that's what you want to do, you know, as you're building influence. So very important. Remember, as you're doing this, building influence, every single person who is your ideal client, Every single person who is a potential joint venture partner or a sponsor or an event coordinator, whatever it is that you're looking to build influence with them is at different stages of the journey of decision making. You need to be consistent in how you show up. You need to be consistent in um, not only how you show up, but the clarity of your message that it's on point and continuing to position you as that uh, thought leader, as someone who is knowledgeable in your area. So that is it. That is it. How to build influence. Just some thoughts that I've had, things that I know that have worked really well. Um, uh, Let me know. Ask any questions below. I'm going to leave it here. Um, You know, if, if you've think that this particular or found this really helpful and you know other business owners, other change makers, aspiring thought leaders or thought leaders who you believe should be part of this community because remember we want to build a community where we can also collaborate and um, build opportunities between one another and for one another, invite them to the group. Okay, so you can go back and watch the replay if you've just joined me. Lots of great content there. Next week, The time is going to be 10 a.m. my time. So we're starting half an hour earlier because I'm going to be uh, interviewing Sue Sutcliffe how, how to influence the click and convert when people come to your website. So that's going to be another awesome, awesome, awesome um topic. Actually, one thing that I did want to encourage you to do, let me just go and share my screen one more time to another resource. I'm going to just plug, put a little plug here, the Ambitious Entrepreneur um, Podcast Network, but particularly the Industry Thought Leader Podcast, which is my podcast. One of the the heads up that I wanted to give you on an episode that's just released last week was LinkedIn Video Mastery. LinkedIn Video Mastery. Uh, I spoke to Brian Shulman, who is often listed as the top, you know, video influencers over on LinkedIn. And his interview was so good, really building influence in the area of video over on LinkedIn. It was so good. It was picked up last week, actually, as one of the top six. We were listed right up the top, the interview that I did with him. So it was, you know, really um, such an honor. And I can see why, because the, the, the content that he delivered was just outstanding. So go and check that out. That's episode um, forty. 41, 42, I believe, but right up the top there if you go to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. All right, that is bye from me. We'll see you next week, 10 a.m. And for those of you who are joining me in the 90-day, we'll be talking again on Friday. We'll be diving in much deeper. How can you start to uncover your thought leader uh, brand and message? So I'll see you this Friday for those of you who are in the group. Bye for now. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. 
Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free 5-day Money, Marketing and Mindset Boost Masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass.